three, two, one. Let's get ready to roll. I'm never gonna stop saying unbig your back or so you and Oprah both can get used to this because we in a free country. I still want to beat you though, Oprah. That was no disrespect. And you won't you wait watchers. You won't wait watchers. And I won't wait watchers. Well, I won't say it in a wait watchers commercial, but I'm a part of that community and I can say it. Nigga, 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 nigga. I'm also a part of the community. So I can say, I'm big, 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 I'm big. And with that being said, I love it. It's the funniest shit that has come across my table in 2023. Unbig your back. I feel like we're taking control of the word like we took control of nigga. I don't say nigga with a hard ER because I'm not a racist other person. I am black. I say nigga with a GA. And yes, there is a difference. If you'd like to have that conversation, come over here. Unbig your back is funny. And if somebody said it to me, I'm going to bust out laughing. Even if they skinny, I'll be like, brush your teeth. <laughs> Fix them. Do something. I'm going to find the worst point on them to talk about it. I love the term. It's funny. I got it from a younger group of people, my 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 teenagers that I hang with from time to time. And I just latched on to it. It's almost like, you know, when somebody says something to you, but you flip it on them and it's no longer a source of hurt or pain. Now, Candace, I see that you don't take it that way because you feel like the skinny girls are using it, you know, but I also have to talk to you too because you a big booty Judy and you're not the same type of fat as me. You are now entering the Drink and Tell group chat with your hosts, Candace, Tawana, Jocelyn, Mickey, and Asia. Welcome to the group chat. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Drink and Tell. If this is your first time with us, welcome to our group chat. If this is your third time with us, because this is episode three, thank y'all so much for listening to us, uh, for for subscribing, for liking all of the things. Um, we're so, so excited about this episode. But before we get into today's episode, we have to have today's toast. We are all drinking Twisted Sisters. I have the Moscato. Who else? Does somebody have something different? I think Tawana has the Moscato too, but she can't get it right over there. I, I'm like... <laughs> This background will not let oh, me. Oh, Mickey has Moscato too. You got the red one. You got the red blend. There we go. There red blend. Twisted Sisters. Who got who got the red blend? I do. Me and Joss. Okay. Mm-hmm. Twisted Sisters is black woman owned. That was started by a TSU alum. She's one of uh, the founders and owners. Shout out to Gage. Shout out to Gage. Hey, girl. So everybody, oh go order a bottle, get you some. Actually, I actually got the Moscato. It's good. The um, red blend is really good. I started on this bottle before we started recording. Probably. Of course you did. I think that's a disclaimer for her. Maybe an hour before we started recording. It is really tasty. I'm enjoying it. That definitely is a disclaimer for Joss. <laughs> that she started an hour before we started recording. <laughs> The day has stayed and she needed a little Mickey too though. Mickey yeah. not with her bottle, so we already <laughs> everybody. If uh you got to if you got a bottle of Twisted Sisters or whatever you are drinking with us, cheers. Today as has today. So we hope wherever you are, you are relaxing and enjoying yourself as you hang with us. Welcome, mm-hmm. welcome. Now I have to get into today's group chat link that kind of got me a little sad 
Y'all, Lizzo is getting sued. And she's getting sued by her former dancers for allegations that she has created and fostered a hostile work environment. Her? <laughs> Y'all can't see what this fool Nikki is doing. She can, but, they can see it. They oh, can yeah, see it. I see it. <laughs> So, so part of part of this hostile work environment was that she did a what you call that? Her dance captain was critiquing people who were not Christian, doing a strong, even evangelical. You should not be having sex before marriage. All of this stuff, but then we'll also tell them about her sexual fantasies. And the fact that she would pleasure herself and call them oopsies. And then there's this conversation about the banana. And they were all in Amsterdam. And apparently what happens in Amsterdam doesn't necessarily stay there. So, So apparently Lizzo, one of the dancers is alleging that Lizzo made her touch another one of one of the performers boobs and then allegedly simulate eating a banana out of the vajayjay of another one and I as somebody who wishes that I had a Lizzo growing up as a little girl I am verklempt What's that word? I'm Wait, you are what? That's an that's a SAT word. I'm just, I am just so befuddled and just so, ugh. Is anybody else feeling like I am? She was saying that they couldn't, couldn't lose weight or if they gained, what was it? I'm, I completely. So there was, there was an aspect of the lawsuit that alleges that one of the dancers was shamed for being overweight now what all of her dancers thick though isn't that the point yeah all of her which is why some was a reality show devoted to finding absolutely no way yes yes way it was called watch out for the big girls and that's how her dancers it was a whole competition so these girls were girls that were on the show which is what threw a lot of people because she actually ended up kicking one of the girls off of the a girl off the show because she was fostering negativity. And she was like, look, we can't have you in this group. But I think like, so one of the things that's, that's important is that they're in the lawsuit, they're alleging that Lizzo did some things directly, that the lady did something different, like the, the dance captain did some things and production did some things. And that ultimately Lizzo is responsible because it's her team. Mm -hmm. So the whole body and fat shaming part, they didn't say Lizzo was a part of that, but they did say that there was this part where they had to, she made them rehearse all day for their spots again. One of the young, and they were not allowed to go to the bathroom. One of the young ladies urinated on herself. And was only given a pair of 
like pants to change into but she is she's empower she's supposed to be empowering women that are not the stereotypical size so I think that's what everybody's like what mm-hmm. old? like how you fat shaming when you're overweight like exactly let's, let's just put it out be like right that girl, even da, 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 da. and now you're shaming people because and you pick people because of their weight and now you're shaming them because of the same weight that, and that so makes- one of the young ladies I watched a clip from an interview where mm-hmm. she talked about how she feels like, um, of course they didn't say it, but she feels like she was fired because of her weight gain. She said they were making comments about her gaining weight. Um, and then she said, it's like, she suffers from an eating disorder. Um, Mm -hmm. and she said at one point when she revealed that to them, because she didn't, you know, she wasn't revealing it to them for a while. And then she said at one point when she revealed it to them, they, she said, she felt like they responded like, oh, kind of like, oh, that explains why you're gaining weight sort of thing. Um, so that was her perception of what you know what was happening and what their thoughts were behind surrounding her saying that so but yeah like it's that's part of that outrage for most people like it's almost like unbelievable like really like could this really happen because I mean Lizzo a big girl so is Lizzo you know it's not even just that she's a big girl it's what she stands for right right Right. you know her whole empowerment of body positivity at least outward facing it just doesn't match, right? So what's really going on? But think- and why would she employ people or why would she have people on her team if this is her platform that are doing the opposite of what she's supposed to stand for? Like, why why are you still employing these people if you don't support what it is that they're doing? Right. Because right. sometimes with an eating disorder, they don't have to disclose that. Legally, right. they don't have to say anything. So, and even if they did, you can't fire somebody for that. I think it's crazy. This is crazy. Right. And to add a big perspective, Weight Watchers, I lost seven pounds in the first week on your program. And I went from. You got that? And I just want you to know that I would be the perfect candidate, unlike Lizzo right now, allegedly, to pump your brand in a positive way. And if anybody came out with lawsuits about me, they lying. And they mammy is too. So, Weight Watchers, cheers to you. To you and your seven pounds, Mickey. Good job. That's outstanding. I mean, I'm in agreement with all you're saying about the Lizzo allegations and things that are going on and the fat shaming and body yada 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 all that good stuff. I mean, you know what? Um, I guess hypocrite is what comes to mind, and I know that is a struggle for some because it seems like that wasn't who she was, and and everybody was. I feel like a couple months ago, weren't we in the corner because folks were really coming at her hard about certain things and we were like well they're coming at her hard because not only is she a black woman but she's a big black woman so that's like a, a double down mm-hmm. thing which I feel like still some of the critique that's coming out is because she is a big black woman mm-hmm. and they're going out yeah. hard but some of it's like mm-hmm. well dying home girl and you can't lean on that one and you was doing some stuff that's off script yeah so mm-hmm. yeah. But I also think it's important for us to note that like you can be fat and fat phobic. Like just like people, you can be gay and be homophobic. You can as, as as Angelica Ross said the other day, like you can be trans and transphobic. Like there are ways that we have all internalized these kinds of like violent responses because we live in in a world and in a society that's formed to make us see ourselves 
as kind of deviant right and so like you internalize that so like I mean even me myself like I have to fight the ways that I can be fat phobic right so I have to fight the ways that as I'm on a health journey I need to always keep in the forefront that this is about me being healthier and living a a longer life and a much more healthier life versus reverting to and resting in kind of like these laurels around weight loss that are fat phobic, right? Mm-hmm. That that say that like the only way that you need to be in this world is skinny. And if you are bigger, you shouldn't be able to take up space, right? And so I I didn't from, I was disappointed in the entire thing, right? Because one, there's a part of it that's okay. It's, it's heartbreaking because it's Lizzo because she has been, and I will argue still is, a light for a lot of people. And then there's the heartbreak that somebody experienced these things, right? Mm-hmm. So like, they didn't just wake up yesterday and say, we're going to tell full-fledged lies. Like there were some experiences that they had that are just heart-wrenching to know that people people could do that, right? And people could do that to other people. And so I think part of it for a lot of us is like, how do we figure out what it even means to be in this world in our quote-unquote bodies and be okay with who we are, right? Because every day, Lizzo, somebody uses her in a conversation or as a point to be made about why somebody should not look like that, right? That like, she's to this, she's... And you're not gonna tell me that that don't get to her. You know, there've been times where she's been on on social media and cried about how she's been treated. And I do think that sometimes even when she tries to say it doesn't phase her, it does. Yeah. Um, And so there's the space of like, what does it look like to internalize that and possibly project that onto other people? Has she she released a statement? Has she said anything about these allegations? I think she did. She did. did. It was like two days afterwards. She was like, look she did say like that she she goes hard with her performances and so like in certain some kind of way like she kind of said like I create a top tier dance experience and performance um but then she also said like there are some of these allegations that are alive um and go completely against my character and I'm going to defend them and so she fought really hard to clear her name there were some places where she was like where if you read between the lines it was her saying like okay like some of this I might have been a part of this and it does not help that kind of like the worst ones people have found like clips mm-hmm. about corroborating it. so like some of the comments and I mean some of you know people are, are coming from different angles right so like I saw some comments about how you know well regardless of whether or not she typically hires plus size dancers like you have to be able to obviously as a dance you have to you know be able to keep up a certain amount of stamina and you know perform a certain way blah 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 mm-hmm. So if the weight gain caused her to start underperforming, then, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then of course other people chimed in like, 
being overweight don't mean you out of shape either. Very like true. being fat don't Very mean you, you out of shape. And that, you know, one person specifically talked about how, how they were a dancer and she was like, there was an overweight girl on my team who danced me up under the table. Like, like that, that don't mean, you know, she was, she was not performing. And then she responded and they were saying that she responded saying that like she, her performance didn't change at all. Like her performance, which is, which is another reason that she was so taken aback from being fired because, you know, even though she had gained weight, she didn't feel like her um, performance had changed. So, okay. But I think it's a big yeah, she allegedly probably didn't eat that banana. <laughs> I'm like, almost like it was one of the thing initiation tools. Like you gotta eat the banana to get the job. Allegedly, <laughs> Candace, is that what you gotta say so you don't get sued? Allegedly, I don't I even think that works. <laughs> you say because everybody uses allegedly. I think you can still get sued. Okay, uh, right. But I think there's I a stigma will... around. Um, people assuming that because you're skinny, you're healthy. And if you're mm-hmm. not skinny, you're not healthy. True that. That is crazy as hell to me. Yeah, um, we were talking about it in the group chat the other day. Yeah, we um, were. I think we posted pictures at our lowest points. I think mm-hmm. at least three of us were the thinnest we'd ever been. And I, I can't speak for y'all. I felt terrible. Yeah. I mean, way. yeah, felt, I mean, nobody should be that small. <laughs> I mean, you just, you shouldn't, it's not natural. It's not a, it's not a, you're not losing weight in a healthy manner and therefore you're not healthy and your body and your body responds to that. Me personally, the skinnier I get, my body shuts down. I don't have a cycle. Like at one point I thought I couldn't have kids because I didn't have a period for like two years because I was so unhealthy. I was so skinny that my body was just not working correctly. And thinking back through that time, what's so funny is like, to your associates, you look fabulous, right? Like, oh my God, you look amazing. But to the people who know you, like I remember one of my best girlfriends, Marsha, pulling me to the side, like nobody loses weight that fast healthily. Mm-hmm. I went back to Tennessee for a work trip. I told y'all, Angela Lake was like, she gonna eat a cheeseburger and then she gonna tell us why she looked like a crackhead. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting that even in those dark times when you feel like you're covering it up and you look fabulous, hair flourishing and everything, you feel terrible, but you don't think anybody else knows, but your friends see you mm-hmm. yeah. differently. Yeah. yeah. I always say, if I'm skinny, I'm not happy. So if I'm red this, alert. Listen. Actually, for us, is a kind of a really great segue. I'm a, I think we're all going to be watching to see or waiting to see how this whole situation with, with Lizzo plays out. It's unfortunate. It, is. Um, it just it's and it's really disappointing so I mean I don't think we have any other words other than unfortunate and disappointing well I do like now you got me concerned I thought saying allegedly was gonna keep me out of trouble Candace you supposed to be on this because I'm new to this and I'm not Hollywood I will drag a bitch and I will I will hit you with a chair now because that's what we're using and I'm not getting sued I don't have nothing you're not getting my pension I promise you I will hit you for several chairs. I think, I think we, we're gonna be fine. Um, I got lawyers for you, Mickey. I got I got lawyers. On yeah, stuff. we're gonna we're gonna be fine because you did not say anything that is not a public record. And I said allegedly, so now allegedly is not the safe word. That Thank doesn't you. stop you. That does not stop you from being sued. It doesn't. I'm just starting so saying at least, in front of it. At least what you re- you reported on what is already news and factual. Mm-hmm. Now whether or not it's true and actually happened. That's, that is for the courts to decide, but 
So is... before you segue, Candace, I'm going to say, so I go on record as saying, I was reading from the actual affidavit. <laughs> Good job. Okay. Good job, Mickey. So, <laughs> so today's theme of this episode, this is, and we're all excited because this is our body yaddy 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 body episode one because as women we don't really get an opportunity to talk much about collectively about our bodies and our health journeys I think if we notice there's been something in kind of like the zeitgeist right now with everybody trying to get healthier, right? Like you, you're seeing women who are reversing many of their cosmetic procedures. Mm-hmm. You're seeing women who are taking to social media to say, hey, I am dedicating this year to my health, follow this journey. And a lot of that we've come out of, even though, even though we still have COVID around, we are coming out of, the most intense part of um, the global pandemic when we were all in the house, sheltering in place. Some of us put on a little bit more than others. (laughs) Some of us, our bodies, even if we were not gaining weight because we were eating or not working out, a lot of us just weren't healthy because it was a lot going on. And Mm. like, it was an emotional time for the world. And so now that we are kind of like under, like out from under that weight, you see people doing stuff. I'm gonna say, and you're gonna laugh, while I am excited and happy that we are all getting healthier, I am one of those people. I'm gonna tell y'all what pisses me off. This whole unbig your back movement. Here comes Mickey. Here we go. <laughs> me off. Because it is the most derogatory. Tell them why you mad. Like, if you have never been somebody who has, has had to lose a significant amount of weight and been called like a wide back heifer. Any heifer, damn. I'm from North Carolina. I was gonna say that's southern, 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 southern. I went and I went. I'm from North Carolina. That was that's the first thing you was a heifer, and if you big, you a wide back heifer. And like, if you've never been called those things, to say like unbig your back, like to to as this health move like I'm seeing girls on Instagram who back ain't never been big for real saying they unbig in their back because they got a, an eighth of a roll in the back that's hanging out their bra their their bra line no you are not unbigging your back you are losing three pounds there's a difference and we need to quit saying unbig your back anyway because it is reinforcing fat phobia and that's he's talking to with Mickey she's talking to Mickey because here comes Mickey in five <laughs> watch this three two one let's get ready to I'm never gonna stop saying unbig your back or so you and Oprah both can get used to this because we in a free country I still want to beat you though Oprah 
that was no disrespect. And you won't you know, wait watcher. You won't wait watcher. And I won't wait watchers. Well, I won't say it in a wait watchers commercial, but I'm a part of that community and I can say it. Nigga, 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 nigga. I'm also a part of the community, so I can say I'm big, 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 I'm big. And with that being said, I love it. It's the funniest shit that has come across my table in 2023. Unbig your back. I feel like we're taking control of the word like we took control of nigga. I don't say nigga with the hard E-R because I'm not a racist other person. I am black. I say nigga with a G-A. And yes, there is a difference. If you'd like to have that conversation, come over here. Unbig your back is funny. And if somebody said it to me, I'm going to bust out laughing. Even if they skinny, I'll be like, brush your teeth. <laughs> Fix them. Do something. I'm going to find the worst point on them to talk about it. I love the term. It's funny. I got it from a younger group of people, my 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 teenagers that I hang with from time to time. And I just latched on to it. It's almost like, you know, when somebody says something to you, but you flip it on them and it's no longer a source of hurt or pain. Now, Candace, I see that you don't take it that way because you feel like the skinny girls are using it, you know, but I also have to talk to you too because you a big booty Judy and you're not the same type of fat as me. I am built like Let's go on with it. Square pants. What was his name? Um, SpongeBob. SpongeBob. <laughs> I am. I'm the letter P, nigga. Like, and so when I hear you talking, I'm like, but you built like bang, 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 bang. That's all I think about. Especially got that body, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. And when she be shooting them videos from the back, and them saints be wanting to say something, but they can't because they know she'll get at them. But she purposely kind of thirst trapping their asses with that big booty that be in front of them in her workout and be like, what's this little trainer? Damon, I be commenting. Da- Damon <laughs> gonna get not. me. Damon, Damon's gonna work me out today because you know she got that Southern Baptist and that that North, I mean Missionary Baptist and that North Carolina. Damon gonna get me today and she walk away from the camera. And I'm like, she know that big booty is thangin'. That thing is what Asian? That thing is thangin'. That thing is thangin'. Anyway, so she's a different type of big or thick as well you you not created equal either you i'm over here for all the ones that got the belly that look weird the shape like the letter p ain't got no hips but you got love handles and you're trying to flex like they they hips and they really not because they up too high if you know you know jocelyn don't because she ain't built like that so i'm gonna keep saying unbig my unbig your back and it is what it is i feel like i went on a tangent but i'm sorry it's okay we expected it. We knew it was coming. Yeah. Candace, Candace baited me. It was a trigger. And she kept doing it. All oh, you unbiggers and stop saying unbig and unbig. I'm like, she said unbig like five times. So mean. Like if somebody came up to me and said unbig your back, I would punch them. Like I really would hit them. Because that is such a mean thing to say to somebody. I think well, this should become a poll. Like are people offended by it? Or are people mm. empowered to mm. put that in the in our in our stories? Definitely, yeah, everybody yeah. is not created equal because I would not want to hear from people who have not struggled with the weight with weight their whole lives. And that's why I'm going to be quiet on this. I, I was told that I I can't have nothing to say. Nobody said that. No, too. no, Mickey said, said I can't because she said that. No, can't say nothing. First of all, I'm not skinny. Second of all, I'm not skinny. I'm not. Skinny. You've seen me skinny. I'm not yes. skinny. I'm not skinny. Okay. The right. goal is not to be skinny. I, that's not even my goal. I don't even want to be skinny. That's not, that's not even in the realm of what I want to do. But I'm, I'm just glad. I'm glad that people are focusing on their health. I'm glad that there is a movement to get people to move. But the goal should not be to be skinny because everybody's not going to be skinny. You have to figure out what's going to work for your body 
and then work towards that. He said, you big ass lying down, because I'm glad y'all walking now. Yeah, yeah. I, I read between the lines, Asia. I just helped out. No, those were not my lines. <laughs> but Asia, you, I wanted you to talk, because you didn't bring it up, but I'm, I did want you to talk about you said earlier you talked about how when you were skinnier you weren't healthier like what what was the journey like for you as somebody who to be honest always knowing you I was like oh like she had like she got boobs and she's skinny like this is like the this is all I have is boobs (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I mean, she had a little curve down there. Like, okay, that would be, but I was the the top part of you was like, let me, if I could have it, I would. So, like, what what was the journey for you as somebody who would be what people would say is kind of like this ideal shape? I've always had issues with my body. I was a competitive swimmer, so I was in a swimsuit every day, all year for. 11 years. I had large breasts. I had a breast reduction. I, I was very self-conscious. I wasn't, I, I, I mean, looking back, I couldn't, I don't, I guess I was skinny, but I didn't see it that way. Got to college stress. When I'm stressed, I lose a lot of weight. I mean, I lose it unintentionally. I love food. Anybody that knows me loves, I love food. Even eating, I, it just melts off of me. And so I struggled with trying to gain weight because I knew size zero. I mean, I wore a size zero and it was a little too big and that's not good. And once I got to the point of being happy and all the weight came on, I didn't even know how to manage that because I had been so small for so long. So I became very self-conscious about that. And as time has gone on, you know, you have children and then you struggle with the weight after children. And it's, I mean, so it's, it's always been a battle for me trying to find what my body should look like. I'm tall. So being 130 pounds is not it for me. It's not skinny. Like I said, skinny is not the goal. And it wasn't until I was 41 that I realized that being 165 pounds was my sweet spot. And if you would have asked me that, if you would have told me 10 years, 15 years, shit, five years that I was going to be 165 pounds and be in the best shape of my life and love my body. I would have thought you were crazy because she looked good too. Y'all we was at her house yeah. last month and she was walking around her bra and stuff. Cause you know, she don't care. We used to live I don't, I like being naked, um, but we'll get to that looked, in another episode. <laughs> I meant to tell her cause I pick at her a lot, but I pick at her cause I love her. That's my, that's our love language with each other, but she looked really, really fit. Mm-hmm. She looked good. Mm-hmm. And it just and and I think that for me, with everyone getting on their on their health kick, figuring out where you want to be and realistic goals that you can maintain. Because if you start working out just to lose weight, well, the weight's gonna come and go. So you have to find a lifestyle that's manageable for you on a daily basis forever. Right. It's not for a set period of time. Because if you do it for a set period of time, shut up, Mickey. I'm not. <laughs> No, no, no. Shout but, out Weight Watchers. Keep going, Asia. Who uh, I feel like, Candace, that is a perfect segue for something. What do you yep. think? Go ahead, Candace. Give it to I wanted to, part of this conversation, I think, which is why I was glad you shared that, is because a lot of us don't get the opportunity to share our body journeys because we're always told, like, oh, well, like, 
really it's categorized as the skinnies and the fats, right? <laughs> and like, if you're, if you are not fat, you're skinny. And if you skinny, then you're fine. And that is and so even nice. when That's I was, even when I was younger, there was the, when I got to TSU, I'll never forget when I got to college, um, this guy told me, he was like, there's a difference between being thick and fat and you're about to become fat. And that's that two remember, cookies away. You know, people used to say she's two two cookies or two away. cheeseburgers away. Yeah. yeah. And he was he was like like you. you he would have got cussed out. FYI. You need to you need to come back over because because you finna you finna be fat and like I look back at like my it's crazy because I look back at high school pictures. I look back at pictures of me when I was at TSU and that was the healthiest. It was the smallest that I was, but it also was the healthiest that I was. Like I walk in that campus every day, walking that hill to go up the hill hall. And like the ways that like we did that every single day and didn't think about it. Like we're walking campus, like we're being physical. Moving. Um, we're moving. Like I I never thought about, you know, just how much. I look back at pictures and I'm like, I was in my head so much that like, I literally like was trying to like, I was doing all of this crazy stuff to my body in college to try to be some, to be skinnier, you know? And like, I look at pictures now and I'm like, girl, if I was there where I am, like, I would be fine. <laughs> like, it just, I think it's so crazy how we're in our heads and I'm in this like space now where I'm doing this 75 hard it's this two day you work out twice a day it's a couple of us who do it let Asia tell it's not a weight loss medium me please but the it is <laughs> I don't do it it for sure is it for sure is, for sure is not it is not. You will lose weight in the process, but it is not designed to be a weight loss program. Okay. Oh, save it, Asia. You got some time where you can talk about it today, Haunted. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. What weight loss fitness program has never said it's not about weight loss. It's about a mind shift and a mind change. All of them say that. Yeah, all of them say that. Weight Watchers don't say that, does it? It's about losing weight. Wait, wait Mickey, what? No. Weight Watchers. She said, what program? Weight Watchers is about changing your relationship with, with food. I like it's your verse right there. But here's the thing. They all say it's not about weight. It's not about losing weight. It's not about the fitness, blah, blah, blah. But guess what happened? It is about the fitness. It well, no, about- it's not about losing weight. It's not about all that other stuff. But guess what? In all of their advertisements, they're going to tell you that you're going to lose weight. They're going to tell you that you're going to feel healthier. Like even with even with 75 hard, the fact that you are doing before and afters and they are before and afters of your body. I and never took the pictures, FYI. Well, then you didn't do 75 hard. because you. I didn't to- do the pictures. Sorry, I for me to be able to work out, be in the car five hours a day, meal prepping, all that, 
I, I don't need the pictures. I know how my clothes fit. I'm good. But here's, but here's the thing. This is why I say people need to quit talking about that. It's not about the physical. It's not about the weight loss and the physical part. Because if you're asking me to show you, and if you are advertising the before and afters, and it is about people's bodies and their physical appearances, then you ain't asking people how many books they read and what are the most foundational and transformational things aspects that they read out that damn book like you know but they want you to see how your body has changed when you make these changes but it's not about diet it could be it could be about your muscle mass it could be the whole it's a it's a bigger picture in my opinion in my opinion here's the thing and we and we are never gonna agree (laughs) ever I i can add color to this conversation and tell you why i quit 75 medium <laughs> before i started could it Watching be because YouTube, you're already ideal body weight <laughs> that's not actually true mick so let me yeah, i quit 75 medium before i start <laughs> because the data flying back and forth between you and asia in the group chat i was like well i'd rather do something sustainable i have all the resources to do something sustainable there's a peloton in my house that i rolled my eyes at for the better part of the entire if i'm honest entire uh pandemic i didn't get on that bike at all check my record if you follow me i did not get on that bike but when i did i felt better and i had to uncouple my why from a goal weight when i really thought about why it was important for me to get healthy i thought about watching my grandmother transition i thought about watching some of the struggles as my mom and my aunt's age that they have and i know that for me, it's more important that the financial and health decisions that I make today don't become my kids' responsibilities mm-hmm. 10, 20, 30 years down the line. And let me be clear, it was my absolute honor to spend that week taking care of my grandmother. I mean, she took care of us every day of her life. It's my honor to go home anytime my mom needs me because she's an incredible mother. And I have the privilege of going home and taking care of her. but. I want to live healthy and have full mobility and be able to move around and be independent for as long as I can. Mm -hmm. And that became my why and feeling good became my why. Like there's a pronounced difference when I'm taking care of myself. Like I might look good, but there's a pronounced difference in how I feel. Like there are things that I'm now paying attention to in my body. Like I can't eat a whole fast food combo in my forties. It's gross. I can't. Um, face was like, wait, you can't. Why are you I eating can't. fast food? My I face can't is fast food. like, I cannot eat, eat a full combo. I get sick. I can't eat a whole bag of chips. I, I wish get, I got I don't, I don't feel well anymore. Y'all, I've just figured out that I love brown liquor. Brown liquor does not love me back. Mm, Jocelyn. And, I, and I've, listen, Jocelyn, I'm I morning. say, I can say that you're financially healthy because you said you had a Peloton in your house and I know how much they cost. You and another person that's on this uh, call. Both There's, y'all got I want that tread, but I refuse to pay for that. Yeah, I want the yeah, rower, I, but not. Nah. I'm getting a tread. I'm definitely tread. Tread. Mine, I got I've the rower. in my office for a, well, uh, a couple years and I've I've used it once. I had to sell it. It was just using space. Well, can, Asia, you'll be my dear Santa letter too, but Candace and Jocelyn definitely getting a Christmas list from me because both of them got Pelotons in their house and it tells me that they've been financially responsible and healthy this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so, I mean... <laughs> Okay, okay. Mickey, your list gets long. It does. Mickey's Mickey, list have Mickey lists. 
that's his own show mickey's list like that should be its own show we should have a mickey's list show separating the why i think is crucial like for me i had to really reckon with the fact that like my mom on her and i was telling this to um i was walking with she's one of all of our friends and she's one of your last sisters and tasha and i shared with her my mom's on my mom's death certificate my mom had an asthma attack but on her death certificate they put complications of obesity and they literally told me it was an asthma attack but that's not what they put on her death certificate and when i try my best to get that changed they told me that it would that she would have to do an autopsy I would have to do an autopsy get her exhumed and all I mean it was just it was just the worst experience but to have her seen that way and then to also not have my father's any of my father's medical history beyond the fact of like he dealt with alcoholism and addiction and now is doing dialysis like that for me was like, okay, this is, these are the two people whose DNA makes me. And then my grandmother passed in um, September of last year. And I have these two um, special needs cousins who I'm not the oldest. (laughs) I am, and I have, we have aunts and uncles that are living, but that was something that my grandmother entrusted into me. And I'll never forget, I woke up one day and was like, if something happens to me, who will Mark and Reggie have? Mm -hmm. And that really became the motivation for me. And then somewhere around March of this year, I woke up and I was like, you're not even on your own list. Like, I realized that it's great that I wanted to get healthy so that I could be the best and I could be and be present for Mark and Reggie. But damn it, I need to be doing this for me. Like, yeah. and I I didn't realize that I had put everybody before me. Mm-hmm. And then it became this point of like my time working out really became sacred and like nothing could touch that like nothing could touch it so much so that I remember feeling guilty because I had to go home for something and I remember going in the group chat and being like am I wrong because I just don't want to go home for this like it's gonna Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to reschedule going to the gym and I just want to go to the (laughs) I want to go to the gym and like for me so like Asia you are correct it wasn't always about weight (laughs) And, and the weight part, because there are so many pieces to just my life that I got back because I was working out that I didn't even know that I lost. Like going to the gym and realizing that like I'm putting me before other people. I am doing something that I love and then it becomes a habit. So the moment that like something does not align with who I want to be and where I want to be, I'm saying, no, I would have never done that a year ago. We are moving into Drink and Tell and Drink and Tell, child, is the opportunity for y'all 
to share with us anonymously something that you are going through that you need the group chats you sent wisdom <laughs> and I use that word in air quotes <laughs> an opinion on and y'all this one is a doozy so here we go I've been with my man for three years we live together through some ups and downs we've decided to split but he has nowhere to go and our lease isn't up until the end of the year. This leaves us five months in the same house together, but broken up. We both have teenagers in the house, so there's no extra space. We still have to sleep together in the same bed. We still have to sleep in the same bed together because we both refuse to move to the couch. How would you all cope with this? Would you open yourself to dating, even though you are living with an ex? So here's the thing. Your last question, would you open yourself to dating, even though you are living with an ex, is incorrect. <laughs> you are not living with an ex. You are sleeping with an ex. And that is a very different thing. For sure. So if you cannot wait five months to start dating, then I suggest you roll over and look at the guy who is right beside you and sing, let's stay together because nobody needs to be added into the mess that you got going on. What say y'all? Yeah, I mean, I don't even see how anyone would be cool with that. Like anyone coming in that she would to him or her would be dating, right? Because who finna do that? Like who finna They're you dating? And not like she's gonna they're gonna the person is going to be in a relationship within the next five months. They're dating. They're they're in the streets, they're getting in the streets, right? You don't know that. Right. Or, well, I'm just speaking from what I'm assuming. I'm assuming that they mean is it okay for me to start going out with other people? I mm. would say yes. So you got your bench so that you can, you know, you got to get that roster together. So when he moves out, stop looking like that. You get the roster together. So when he moves out, you ready to hit the ground running, in my opinion. But that mother sucker going to have to be on the couch, okay? You're going you gonna to get on the couch. I think that both of you are not financially healthy at the <laughs> point and instead of thinking about some new dangling you need to either get a side hustle another income stream or something because what i saw was neither one of you could break that lease or get out of it and that's why by themselves yeah you're sharing this bed well this is my thing though if it's really time for me to go because guess what pick me i've broken leases before left a whole husband before um and I was ready to make that jump regardless of the lease being there so the last thing on your mind should be thinking about a new man you need to figure out a strategy to get your your stuff straight for the next five months so you can do what you need to do this yeah. ain't the time to be worried about forming a new relationship when you still like Katie said are in the mix of whatever you got going yeah. on right now mm -mm. Yeah, it costs to date players. Can we say that? I know people don't like to put that on the table, and that it doesn't does. mean being materialistic or taking you to five star restaurants, but just to be out there and be in a healthy space and not 
living with an ex, but in the same bed, but not together, but got two kids and three upstairs. Like that's a lot going on. Yeah. You need to fix that. Yeah. I can't picture a scenario where a man would sit across from me and say, I still live with my ex and I wouldn't get up and, you know, pay for my right. own meal. And Okay. And well, I can't say that because my ex, his baby mama lived in the house, our entire relationship, but that's another story. I'm going to need you to tell that story. But what I wanted to say was I was- All six there. years. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Josh, finish that, finish that thought. We're going to come back. What mm-hmm. I would say, my first piece of advice, spend the next five months creating a model for your kids because your kids are watching this shit show and creating their own opinions about you in this shit show. And possibly habits. And those habits, right? I would also- What does that look like, Joss? Like, like working on yourself while you're still in the house with your ex like what first what of all I hesitate to call this her ex because if they are still in the house on some level they gonna creep back right oh for sure it's in house it's too convenient for, sure. for you in house. not still in house in house right it ain't even in house it's in bed yeah <laughs> We gotta, we gotta it use roll over terminology because because right. I know people who were in house. They were in separate rooms. Yes. Okay. I have seen that. That has happened before, and I know people who have done that. Mm-hmm. But when you are in and and even in them situations where they was in house, sometimes they backtrack. Yep. But when you are in bed, I wish I would. Me and so to answer and be over. Come, come help, come help me. Twana, to answer your question, that looks like going to therapy. That looks like creating gotcha. like Vicky said, okay. your financial plan. That looks like reading some books, figuring out what you like to do by yourself again, because you do need to spend some time with yourself before you head on out to the bar and say, yeah, I'm single, but I got this dude back mm-hmm. home. Gotcha. You might have a problem with you coming to the house. So I'm gonna just stay here. Um, that's what it looks like to me but yeah my biggest thing is like your kids are watching so navigate this carefully sis Mm -hmm. nobody's judging just just move carefully Mm -hmm. I'm glad you said that piece I want to say that like I know mine came out with in without filter but I was just talking off the dome like this is not a judgment this this is real talk there are some things along the way there's some gaps in there that you've missed whether it be financially him as well because he can't move so you guys have created a situation that isn't ideal for either right. one of you but right. you're having to do it which means let's repair the things that aren't ideal so that when this five months is over we can be prosperous mm-hmm. right and when somebody like date yourself when somebody comes out comes through five months from now and ask you what you like to do you'll have an answer you know when they ask mm-hmm. what your priorities are you'll have an answer Facts. um just work work on you for now we, we hope this helps we hope we hope we were helpful to you and you got this countdown is on, Shawty. Countdown. Let us let us know um, what happens after those five months and what parts you you've worked on for like your plan. Let us know how that works. Reach back out to us. And if you have a a drink and tell that you want to share, hit our um, links up on our social media. Send it to us. Again, it's anonymous. We will never share your name or your information. Um, so you can be as juicy and detailed as you want to be. And yeah, maybe I need to submit one. And nobody y'all know all my business. It don't matter. I was the link will also submit one. The link will also be if you're watching this on YouTube, the link will be in the video. And if you're listening um, via the podcast, the link will also be in the show notes. So nice. 
Bam. So, you know, we are still introducing our show. And we told you in our first uh, episode that all of us have our own special, unique segment. As she told you um, before, she is a foodie, loves all things food. food. But at the same time, some things can also get on her nerves. A lot of things. We would like to introduce you all to the segment that we call What's Eating Asia? Asia, take it away. Um, Not too long ago, I, on my stories, I talked about Ozempic and it just happens to kind of coincide with this episode because I'm, I'm concerned about this obsession with quick fixes, like in the form of a drug that is meant to be for people with type two diabetes, that they can't even get the drug because y'all trying to use it to lose weight. This is a drug that's used for chronic, a chronic illness. This is not like I do it for a few months and then no, this is something that people take forever to deal with type two diabetes. There is actually a drug main made by the same company, but you can't get that either. So because you can't get that drug, doctors are prescribing, and that drug is also not covered by insurance. Ozempic is covered by insurance. So doctors are prescribing Ozempic to people for weight loss. The issue is that it causes crazy side effects. Like, isn't there a lawsuit for stomach paralysis or something right now? Like, you can't be mad because you got stomach paralysis when you're not using it for what it's supposed to be used for in the first place. Like, that's the audacity. Say allegedly. <laughs> but then what happens? Like, are you taking this for the rest of your life? Are you taking, are you obese and you're taking this to lose a massive amount of weight? Or are you taking this to lose five or 10 pounds? Like, is it really worth it? It takes you however long to gain weight. So why is it that people are so obsessed with losing weight? Like they want to lose it immediately. Like it's not, that's not a healthy way to do anything because once you get off of Ozempic, you gain the weight right back. If you're continuing to do the same things that you were doing before, now you just don't have the nausea or the diarrhea or the stomach paralysis. So you can really go in on that food that you've been wanting anyway. (laughs) I don't get it. I mean, I understand that I've never been overweight. Yes, I understand that. But I've also always loved food. My dad is the most amazing cook. I cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. But there is a healthy way to love food. And if I wanted to be gluttonous, I would not try to take a drug that's going to physically make me ill. I wouldn't enjoy the food no more. Like, it just doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense. Can somebody make it make sense to me because it does not make sense to me let the people i know people with diabetes that have were not able to get the drug for two months mm-hmm. because of people prescribing it for weight loss i had a friend something else was- people i mean yeah. even the people that get the, the stomach thing and they eat the same guess what you gain the weight back. you stretch this but let me tell you something weight watchers and then points I can't wait for the big backs of Chicago to come for your ass. Guys. All the big backs is coming for your ass. So hate mail. Johnson, send me the audio record so I can listen to them at work. The facts are the facts. It don't matter. It's eating me. It's bothering me. I just want to understand. Why would you put yourself through something that's not going to be a long-term fix? 
So when, I mean, when they sit on the toilet, they barely hit their coochie and that's just uncomfortable. Yeah, but that but once they once they get off the Ozempic, they gain the weight right back. Most people, the majority of people will gain it back, it said within several months. Same so reason you point? fuck a bomb nigga, because that did good and you do it again, even though you know it's a bomb nigga. I mean, I mean, I'll give you rationale, is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I understand that rationale. That I can understand. But those so are- it's the same, unfortunately, it's the same yeah. rationale. We live in a society in a world that instant gratification yeah. is the way to go and is the move. But it's and not so, sustainable. Like, neither. never mind. I mean, it's it's like, people get lipo and think the fat won't come back. It will come back. Like, but you instant gratification in any circumstance or situation ain't sustainable, but we like it anyway. Like, I think- I love the way you put that. I think the I think the danger for me has been yes you have people who need this drug who cannot get it and you have people who are putting themselves and their bodies in an extremely dangerous situation yes. because they are taking something that is not meant for them. Correct. So what does it mean for us to say like okay sis like let's try something else yeah let's let's do something else because you are not like why create and you're gonna be like you snatched I got friends that I'm like you look good but you're acting crazy and And that's what concerns me because they hungry you wake up every morning and you feel like you got a brick in your chest because your stomach is hurting and so like it's a lot of a lot of people and the scary part is that a lot of people would rather deal with the side effects than to be fat and that is because we live in a fat phobic society we live in a society that says it is better for you to be dead than for you to be alive and fat and we need and and so when you live in a world that way while you may not agree with it you definitely can understand where people are coming from and why I, they yeah I get, but it's like it's just not sustainable. I mean, I for it's me, I'm like, but it's it's not sustainable. And then you're gonna be right back at square one. You might even be worse off after the fact once you get off. I, of think, it. I think I think your language probably moving from we need to move from is not sustainable to is dangerous. It is like dangerous. like this is like we are every it's almost like every day we are seeing new stories about the dangers of taking Ozempic and you are not, and it is not. And new side effects. And new side effects. Because I'm still trying to wrap my head around what is stomach Stomach paralysis? Like, what does that look like? How does that play out? What does that feel like to make you want to continue to take it? Like, what the fuck? And that's what's eating Asia. That's what's eating Asia. Yes. Thank you. You can follow Asia, um, eats it all on Instagram. I do love to I eat. Think that's the one. I think that's the one that's oh, that's public. Asia. That is the one that's public. I do love. I legit love food. Anywho. Thank you guys for um, tuning into this episode. Get your twisted is- sisters because this it, episode was Rocky Moscato and I <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed it. We will see you all again soon. What's our next episode? Is it sex? Are we doing the sex episode next? Let's go with it. Yes. That's my episode. Tune in. It's going to be highly entertaining.